Y'all niggas got me hot. Is we live? Is we live? Is we live? Yes, yes, you are now tuned into the Rare Podcast. And of course, I'm your host of the most, NK, aka the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. Uh, big up Madame Ashley, she couldn't be here today. But we have a returning guest, a friend of the show at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My bro, introduce yourself. Yo, it's me again, uh, Groovy Hours, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. We're in the building one more time mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to actually do what we were supposed so to do, last, do week. last week. <laughs> we got carried away with the verses, the bass, and the music stuff. We're going to handle business. But before we do that, we like to do a little segment called Rare Moment of the Week. We like to spotlight um, a creative or someone we feel um, needs the accolades or the attention. Uh, Jimmy, do you have a Rare Moment of the Week? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, it's a rapper from East London, actually. Mm-hmm. name is DTDL, so it's D E E. TDL and okay. like he has a new uh, bubbling breakout hit called Heads Up, which is like nearing 50k streams on Spotify and, okay. and so on and so forth. In it, so he's like a he's like a like a very like an introspective kind of rapper, but yeah. he's got a very um, fun personality. His flow is pretty fluid, and he's a genuinely entertaining uh, rapper. Like he raps about things that the little things in life, but in an entertaining manner. So that's I want to just give him a shout out. Yeah, big up him. Um, my rare moment of the week is a um artist called um N Brown. Um, he has a song out called um Last Giddy Baby. Um, and it's kind of a fusion between like Afro swing and R and B. Like the beat sounds straight out of like a Neptune's beat. Mm. Um, like like guitar heavy R and B beat, but like he provides like you know um vocals that you'd hear like an Afro beats, and it's kind of a nice fusion between the two. And yeah, mm. man, he's. He was teasing the song on TikTok for time. Yeah. And then he finally released a song. Um, and he released a song and a sped up version of the song, which I appreciate, you know, variety and options. <laughs> but um, yeah, big up M Brown. Lasky the baby's a banger. Um, I've been playing it for a while. And yeah, man, like he's he's a cold artist, to be fair. Um, as Ryo, who's a guest we had on the show a few like a few times, he told me about this artist like months ago, like mm. months ago, and then you know, I finally discovered him on TikTok. But yeah. Look up M. Bram with Laskidi Baby. But um, that's been Rare Moment of the Week. We'll catch you next week. Now we are here to finally talk about film, you know. Yeah, um, no warm up, bro. Let's get straight to it. Let's get, no <laughs> let's get straight to it, man. We're here to talk about um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And disclaimer, there will be spoilers. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. We are going to talk about everything under the sun. So if you ain't seen the movie, I don't know how, because it's been a while mm-hmm. since the movie's been out. But go and see the movie and then come back to this review so we can chop it up. But before we get into the meat and potatoes, what were your thoughts going into the movie? So like, not like from the trailers mm. and all of that, like what were your thoughts? Like, were you excited for this? Mm-hmm. Were you kind of tired out by Marvel? Like what was your thoughts going into Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Okay, so it, I was, it was a bit of two. So first of all, um, of all of the, let's call it sub-franchises yeah. in the MCU, Guardians is probably my favorite. Okay. I'm not sure if it's the best, but it's just the one I resonate with. Yeah. So I was very excited to see that they were all going to be together because obviously James Gunn nearly wasn't there. So I was excited to see that James yeah. Gunn was there and everyone's going to have like their last moment in the sun before going off wherever. So from a Guardian's perspective, I was excited. However, I was also excited for Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> and <laughs> needless to say, that didn't work out too well for me. Shambolic. I think that's one of the worst. I think that is the worst Marvel film ever I've ever it's seen. It's up there. It's, 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 it's generally a contender for the worst. But it's definitely up there. So, you know, um, there were a lot of Marvel films that just recently have not been that exciting. And yeah. even the 
good ones of recent aren't great. Aren't blow mind blowing. Like Shang Chi's cool. Yeah. But I, I I wouldn't say the game changed from it. So yeah. it was a bit of both. So I was like excited because Guardians, but I was like, oh, I don't know if the Marvel, the Marvel uh, fatigue is just gonna bleed into Guardians. Yeah, really. for sure. I guess my feeling going into the movie, I'll this is like controversial. But I'm not the biggest fan of Guardians. I okay. respect Guardians. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like the first movie is a good movie. Mm -hmm. The second movie's fine, but like I'm not like Guardians isn't a franchise for me. I understand mm. what it does, yeah. but I feel like. It's not Guardians' fault, but Guardians started to cause a lot of the problems I have in Marvel with, like, every movie has to be, have 10,000 jokes in the film yeah. and stuff like that. It's not Guardians' fault because when Guardians first came out, that was fresh in Marvel. Yeah. That was fresh. But mm -hmm. then every, ever since Guardians 1, I feel like every Marvel movie has been trying to copy the formula of... Guardians. Of kind of Guardians where it's like, each series should have its own identity. The, in the beginning phase of Marvel, I like that. Captain America turned, in this, turned into like this ultra political drama. Guardians were like the um, comedy relief movie. Yeah. And then Iron Man was like stuff in between. And each, and even Thor was like this big fantasy series. Mm. Each like um, series had its own thing. Of course, there's that like, MCU humor, but I feel like post Guardians, it just got turned up to 11. And I thought Guardians 2 was fine. It's a decent movie. But going into this one, I was like, I'm already down on Marvel. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of the franchise. Mm. Okay, let's see where it goes. Yeah. Um, and obviously we're gonna get into the movie now. Bro, that movie was that movie was sensational. What, that movie was banging. That movie man. was insane. That movie was banging. Oh my days, fam. Nah, listen. Bro, there's a lot to unpack in the movie, but if you were to say like standout character in that movie in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, who was the standout character for you? I'm not even guessing. They all were cooking. Yeah. They were all cooking. And I, and usually, like, there is always one. There's yeah. always that one that gets the most attention in, Marvel, in, a, in a Marvel film, or in any film. But, bro, all of them were cooking. From Star-Lord, Gamora. You know what? I want to shout this out because I didn't expect her to be that good. I'm, I don't know if she was the best, but I didn't expect her to be as good as the rest. Yeah. Nebula was incredible. Neb Big up Nebula. Nebula, Nebula was, was amazing. unbelievable. I couldn't believe... When we even get to the action scenes, I will talk about it. But yeah, Nebula we'll was unreal. Um, I think... The, the beauty of Guardians, and this is why I love it so much, is that there is a lot of importance in the way all the Guardians interact with each other. Yeah. The biggest issue I have with Avengers is that, okay, so we have Iron Man and Cap. We kind of have Iron Man Hulk. Maybe Iron Man Thor. Apart from that, no relationship bears incredible significance. B Black Widow and Captain America's relationship is meh. Hawkeye, Hawkeye and Widow is supposed to be important, but I don't feel it. Yeah. Um, Tony, um, Thor and Widow, like, it's just... They have nothing to nothing do. Nothing to other. do. Thor and Hawk have nothing to do. Like, there's a lot of... A, there's no real family unit and there's no um, importance in how they treat each other. Guardians, yeah. every character has a significant relationship with another member of the Guardians. From Solid and Rocket, Drax and Mantis, Nebula and Gamora, even Groot. Like, even though they don't talk, the way they all treat Groot, it means something to the yeah. movie. So where you end up loving them all and loving how they treat each other. Yeah, they felt like a real family in this yeah. movie. Like, not even to quote Fast and Furious, but family. But, even uh, Fast and Furious don't even do it. No, they don't even do family. But I felt like, I'm glad you brought up Nebula because Nebula in this movie felt like such a part of, like, because obviously she got recruited into like mm. the Guardians in the second movie, and the second movie. Mm. And then this is kind of the first movie where she's like fully, fully involved. a member of the team and she fit right in perfectly. Mm -hmm. 
her, we're going to get to it, but the scene between um, Drax, Mantis, and um, Nebula when they're on the high evolutionary shit. Yeah, yeah. And they're just discussing, like, the dynamic between each other. Like, yeah. it felt so natural and she fits right in. And she ended up becoming, like, one of my favorites um, in, the sh- in the show. Mm. I, mean, I mean, the movie. So, obviously, my favorite character um, in the movie was obviously Rocket. And obviously, yeah. you can argue oh, that Rocket's God. the main character, this thing, and we'll yeah. get to that. But I agree with you. Just the, the dynamics between everyone. Like, you understood perfectly why these people hang around each other and why they're not just a team, but they're family. family. So that when Rocket got taken away, you saw how it affected each member yeah. of the Guardians. And you understood why they had to slide for him. Exactly. And it's like, just... I feel like it's the best relationship, it's the best on-screen relationship we've seen mm-hmm. um, in the Guardians in the Guardians franchise where just everything... Even Gamora. Yeah. Um, I loved, obviously, what I was afraid of coming into this movie is that they're going to like make this Gamora fall in love with Peter Quill or mm. make her an exact clone of the other one. Yeah. This Gamora felt like Gamora, but this but but her, she, own, but her own thing. Like you still you still saw traces of like the old Gamora in there, but she's an entirely different person yeah. at, the, at the end of the day. And what I loved is that how um her interactions with each member of the Guardians was unique. Um her scenes with Peter Quill were, were hilarious of yeah, course. Yeah, were. But even the fact that obviously we all knew she was gonna like you know save the day and like unite with the guardians for a brief moment, but that moment felt earned. Yeah, it didn't feel forced. Mm. Um, and there was a scene where like I love the scene where they're in that I'm I'm terrible of names, but they're in like that weird um like space space oh, center. Yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. Weird space center, and you know Peter Cole's trying to exercise diplomacy and be like you know trying to like. Um, sneak his way into it and then yeah. Gamora is just like I'm gonna shoot like I'm gonna take hostage yeah. I'm gonna shoot people and she really felt like her daughter Thanos, Thanos both yeah. of them both Nebula yeah. and Gamora felt like daughters of, daughters of actual Thanos yeah. in I this think, film I think I'll be real when I went into the film yeah. and even watched the film I was like I really want them to get back together mm. I wanted Peter and Gamora to get back together now I look back I'm glad they didn't do it yeah. the, right, the right thing happened but for me I felt like I just wanted them to get back together because for me, they're my favorite MCU couple. So I was yeah. like, oh, I mean, I the bar's like, in hell, though, to be fair, for MCU couple. It's, it's, it's boy. It's <laughs> not good at it's all. It's not good at all. Hulk, but... uh, Hulk and Widow and Beggy and Steve. Yeah, it's not nice. That's but not nice. Steve, I mean, uh, Star Lord and Gamora is the best couple. And yeah. I always felt like they got done dirty in Infinity War. Yeah. So I was like, I, I wouldn't have even minded if they just said Infinity War was nothing. Let's restart and have them together. But I know the right thing was done in the dynamic of the new Gamora and Peter Quill. And I feel like what I like the most is Gamora and the way she acted in a way felt like, one, it was refreshing change. Yeah. And it gave her a new direction and everything. But it was also a good way for uh, Peter to deal with the, the, of losing his old Gamora. Like it was a unique way of someone to deal with loss in seeing basically an image of your, of your love and it's but it's not her yeah it's not her and um, he had to deal with mm-hmm. that and accept that throughout the movie and he was like he was probably like oh no you don't remember it's like it's not a, it's not a memory thing it's not even her yeah when she dashed him <laughs> yeah and he and then she was gonna swing at him and it's just like okay and also it's like yeah like you said it's an interesting way of dealing with grief because like in grief you kind of like have to let go and move forward but you literally had to let go of yeah. that old image of her let go of the love and accept yeah. that this person in front of me, like, like, yeah, 
it is it's is not the person I fell in love with. Exactly. Um like I, I may grow to love this person, but, but whatever person. happens with this person is its own thing. It's its own thing. And it's not that. And kind of like I like the fact that, you know, she opened up opened up her end and hugged him and said, mm. you know what, I understand why the other version of me liked you and like cool, but like I am who I am. Uh-huh. You are who you are. But we've come to an understanding yeah. that, you know. We're cool. We're cool. <laughs> We're cool. We're cool, basically. And another thing as well is I feel like it makes, again, I don't like it, but it makes the death in Infinity War feel significant. Exactly. It's like, no, something really did change with that. If you just put it back to normal, then then it's just, oh, you didn't, she didn't really die. Exactly. She might as well have been, have been snapped, but she actually died. That Gamora died. And, and that's the thing post-Infinity War that I've always wanted. I've wanted, even though like, yes, the Avengers brought back people who got snapped away, I want lasting consequences of what happened. Of yeah. what happened, because man shattered the universe. Like yeah. th- th- there should be ripple effects after that. And I like the fact that in Guardians, like yeah, like 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 just because we got this, we, we brought a Gamora here. Like things aren't sweet. Mm. But um, what do you think of the High Evolutionary as a MC villain? You know what? Um, it was a refreshing change of pace. Mm-hmm. I think since maybe Zemo in Civil War, mm-hmm. there's been this kind of, uh, this new trend of like trying to make the villain understandable yeah, and make it, yeah. you know, someone we can relate to anything. I'm tired of that, man. Just I'm make tired. Make villains villains. Just make villains villains. Like, I think, don't make them completely one dimensional, but don't waste my time trying to make me sympathize yeah. and feel some type of way. Sometimes it works. Killmonger worked to an extent. Um, um, Thanos worked Thanos, to a degree. Yeah, Thanos worked to an extent, but I feel like even with Thanos, I feel like they almost went too much into it and now people are leaving the film going, Thanos was right. Yeah. I'm not supposed to think the villain is right. Yeah. Even, I'm, this is why I'm even, that's why I even get upset with Infinity War. I even said this. I said, I don't like the overpopulation stuff they did with Thanos. Not because it wasn't a good uh, way to go about it, because it did make a difference, but you didn't even bother to make him wrong. Like, you give him all that stuff, you have mm-hmm. to make him wrong, because otherwise I'm just going to leave him going, oh, Well, I guess in Infinity was in, the, in their defense, they did say it was like, it's genocide. And people have said, like, okay, why is his first option to slaughter half of the universe where he mm. could easily create more resources? True. But the film doesn't say that. Yeah. That's the problem. The film has to say it. Mm. But, you know, but but that's just that's just one of the dangers that you get. Yeah, when you yeah, make yeah them. for sure. Yes. But... Yeah, with this high evolutionary, it was just like he's just a waste man. He's conceited. He doesn't. He doesn't really want to. I, I don't really know. Like he wants to kind of make. He just wants to change. He things, wants to build things. the world in his image. I can't lie. Like, that's that's really what he. That's really what I understood was that mm. he was so obsessed with human evolution. Not even with, with just evolution, but mm. he wants to be at the center of that evolution. Yeah. He wants to be God, basically. Yeah. He's got a God complex. Yeah, the bar. He was like, there is no God. That's it, why I stepped in. I was yeah, like, boy. I was like, boy. But just to, to see the treatment of, I can't lie, like, I'm not somebody who necessarily, like, falls for, like, art, like, who gets emotional during these movies. Mm. But the treatment of Rocket was, and the treatment oh of the um, other animals um, at the facility was heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Hard to see as well. It like, was it was hard to watch. I can't lie. Like even the the initial scenes where they took Rocket, they experimented him, experiment on him, and then you see like I love the. They did like a cut where they showed obviously an adult Rocket 
with like the uh, metal pieces on his chest. And yeah. then they cut to obviously him as um, like a child or adolescent, like getting operated on. And just seeing the way even Rocket's speech mm. patterns evolved. And even just seeing how Rocket wanted to be loved, wanted, wanted to mm. be appreciated. Like like any child saw valid, wanted to seek validation from Whoever. the parent figure. Yeah. From the parent figure, essentially. And mm. it was just like, a completely abusive and manipulative relationship mm. to the point where like he used Rocket and then it was the scene where like Rocket figures out the experiment, figures out like the yeah. the um, equation for like this the experiment and Rocket sub- say, say something like, oh, like, you know, we can go into the new world together mm. and High Evolutionary is like, you were never going to make it into the new world. Like you were just, you know. And, and it was mad as well. He made him feel dumb for yeah. not realizing. He was like, oh, how could you not figure that out that you're not coming with me? I was like, oh, that's deep. Yeah. The High Evolutionary, like like, like you said, is the first Marvel villain in the world that's truly despicable. Yeah. Because I feel like, 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 like you said, like every, there's a trend in Marvel where every villain has to be like this morally ambiguous mm. um you know i kind of get where he's coming from name or annoyed me oh bro <laughs> oh my god that's the worst one that's the worst <laughs> one but i killed his her yeah, mother and the ending was supposed to be show come together what fuck that, fuck what are we that. doing fuck that. Like that, that he, didn't, he didn't even go jail he didn't even go wakanda jail they were oh. imprison him like he didn't if they, if they, if they, if they didn't want to kill him like imprison him like do something like the whole it didn't make sense. The whole, it, it wasn't even an eye for an eye. Like you, you literally went into like Wakanda and killed the queen right after they've just lost their king. And you want me to exercise diplomacy? No, it don't work. Allow it that. Don't work. It don't Allow work. Allow that. I know what, what you're trying to do, but it didn't bang. It didn't bang. Nah, I, this unite the people stuff. No. Like, like, nah, execution was terrible. I, I hated that. It was, so no. I hated it so much. No. Like it may be, uh, nah, burn that. Deep it, Wakanda. Sorry, I know we're gonna get back, but Wakanda literally just lost. They lost their first king in T'Chaka. Uh huh. They lost their second king in T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Then they lost their queen in Rom- in what's her name? Zamunda. Ramona? Yeah, uh, um, Ramona. Yeah, but they lost the queen. But basically, they've lost three monarchs. Three. And your responsibility. What country has a king killed and we don't slide in real life? <laughs> You think you can can body C- Camilla and Charles, and we're not gonna slide? And and and, and this is and, and and the thing is, this is Black Panther. This ain't Spider Man. We kill uh-huh. people. Yeah, we we're on it, bro. We're on it. We're on it. <laughs> like, Are you joking? We're sliders. Uh, Do you like, didn't T'Challa go halfway around the universe to catch Zemo? Yeah. Nah. T'Challa killed uh, Killmonger. Uh huh. Literally, his cousin. Yeah, I mean, his cousin. It was an accident, but he and all him. he did was kill his uncle. Yeah. Uncle wasn't even no king. Uh, you see, nah. but that's what I'm saying. Like. You, you, they tried to do the whole thing with Namor and it didn't work for me yeah. at least. It didn't work. I just feel like High Evolutionary was somebody like you, you hate. And the thing is, especially with this movie, like you can't. What I loved about High Evolutionary is that you, like, if they had attempted to make him sympathetic, you've Would just literally, you've literally experimented on, on animals, you've literally tortured like one of, like, one of the like focal characters of this film. There's no way you can like have a redeeming moment for this character. Um, but yeah, Rockets, this is Rockets like um journey throughout the movie was excellent. Like Rocket, like in this movie, Rocket became my favorite guardian. Yeah. Just just see Who was I'm, it before? To be fair, it was actually it was Rocket, to be mm. fair. It was Rocket. I didn't really do it with the guardians. I never had a favorite. I just yeah, liked I them as a as, as an ensemble. Yeah, yeah, I hear that, I hear that. I like I think my favorite dynamic was obviously Rocket and Groot. Yeah. Like yeah. as a as a pairing. But yeah, Rocket like became my favorite character. 
in Guardian just because of seeing like his backstory and just seeing like how he's grown from that. Like mm. how even where his name came from, Rocket, because that was emotional. That scene where he sees the, the animal labeling and he knows yeah. he's a raccoon and then he calls himself Rocket. <laughs> Yo, why was I so gassed for a brother calling himself a raccoon? raccoon. And the whole series, like, I'm not a raccoon. It's like, no, I'm actually a raccoon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole franchise was just him saying, I'm not a raccoon, don't call me that, don't call me that. No, the scene that got to me, I can't lie, was when he sees, like, the baby raccoons and he picks them up and it's yeah. like, I oh. can't lie, I got some, I'm freeing my people stuff. <laughs> I'm freeing my people. No longer will we be oppressed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're going home. We're going home. We're going home. home. No, but that yeah, was lovely, man. Just the scene of like him interacting with like the other um like imprisoned animals mm. and then kind of then interacting in their cells and giving each other names and playing yeah. game and you know finding solace in that hard time and then obviously then it's taken away because of high evolutionary. Bro. I hated him and even nah, the fact him, that man. the universe he built is 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 basically Earth because there's because because when um Peter Quill and Star Lord and um all of these man were going through the thing they saw like there was like um financial inequality yeah there people, were people selling doing, drugs people selling drugs I was, like, Raw. I was like so you've basically built earth yeah you basically built earth you basically built earth yeah. and he wanted it because yeah. i think he wants to be worshipped i think yeah. there's, a, there's a part of the high evolutionary where it's like he wants to be idolized and wants like he said he wants to be a god um was a relationship in the movie that like i said nebula Drax and Mantis. Mantis. Nice little side plot there. I can't. I loved. I loved every part. Like I didn't expect the movie to go there. And what I loved about this movie is that remember what I said to you about the MCU, like having mad jokes, having mad jokes. Mm. What I loved about Guardians of the Galaxy, not only did it explain why Drax is the way he is, or why Mantis are like they're basically goofballs, but why that's important. Yeah. They like. Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a reason why they are the way they mm-hmm. are because. Some like as cliche as it sounds, sometimes you can't like violence your way through things. Sometimes yeah. you need that person that's gonna Make de-escalate and bring things together. Yeah. And we saw how useful Drax was when he was able to unite the children. Yeah. Nobody else was able in, to do in, that. Nobody else in that team can fill that role like no. Drax does. Because obviously, we know in the first Guardians, Drax lost his daughter. I mean, in the first movie, Drax was like a rage-filled person. And he easily could have allowed that rage to like um, consume him and carry it and carry it through mm. um, the different films. But you know what he said. You know what I'm gonna be an asset to the team. I'm gonna be not even intentionally, but I'm gonna be like a friendly force in this team. Mm. And some people can take that for granted. But we saw in this movie why characters like him and Mantis are important. Yeah. So I love that. I never took Drax and the way he behaves with the Guardians as a reflection to him as a father mm. until that scene. I never yeah. thought of it as, oh yeah, of course, because he's got a daughter and he's he plays, obviously he was very, very playful with them and he wants to make them laugh and everything. And then when you kind of think back to many scenes in The Guardians, there's always moments where someone is kind of depressed and he jokes around with them. Yeah. And now those things that were just funny, now have meaning. Yeah, and it means so much more to his character and it makes his character so much better. But the best thing about Drax and Mantis and Nebula and everything, they're finally Hoopers. <laughs> they're finally Hoopers, bro. Listen, I love Guardians 1, I love Guardians 2, and the action's nice. It's cool. This right here? This was it. Elite action. This was it. This bro, was an action movie. Bro, we have to talk about the scene. Uh, the hallway scene. Oh, 
Bro, do you feel that? Before that, before that, bro. Groot and Star Lord. Oh, yeah. Bro, what I'll say though, and this is what I'll say James Gunn has evolved as a director. Yeah. Because, like you said, the first two Guardians movies, I wasn't really there for the action. I was there for like the character moments. I was yeah. there for the comedy. I was there for like just the world building and the atmosphere. This right here. Brother, don't is, chat to, You can't chat to these guardians. They'll smack you up. This is the how you do action. Mm-hmm. Bro. And and what I loved about this is that the team, they felt like a, they felt like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. A team that knows each other's strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses uh-huh. and seasoned veterans. Yeah. <laughs> Seasoned. Keep going, keep going, keep going. They're seasoned. They know what. Listen, when Groot. No, and the thing is, Joe, Joe, the funny part was about yeah. the setup, about the um, have, um, when they were fighting on top of the high evolutionary yeah, shit. You see in scenes earlier, Groot picking up the. Bl- if you go back, oh, you yeah. can see him like putting the guns in himself. Oh, you I can see it. him setting up. Like, the, if you go back here, there's a scene that happens earlier where Groot's holding mad guns and we're thinking, what's going on? Oh. He's, you could see that Groot was ready. Every buck this man had, had a gun. Had a bleak. Oh my God. Big four, five. No <laughs> safety pussy. Oh Big four, five. Days, gun here. Gun here. Gun here. Brother. And no. the way Star Lord was circling this around the move, brother. I said this. Yeah. I said, you know what, bro? James, you know what? Yeah, one of my biggest fears was how are they gonna make Star Lord look after the way the Russos dismantled? <laughs> his character. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Uh, you died for the ash. I'm the, so sorry. The, the way he this character was dismantled. I said, how are they gonna do it? How are they gonna do it, bro? I'm so glad they went. First of all, they pretty much just ignored his mistake. They ignored it. And I get why. Because James Gunn didn't want it to happen. He said it in an interview. He was like, he wouldn't have done that, all of that stuff. Oh, what? The, the Thanos the thing? The Thanos thing. He wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it either. But they made Star-Lord an actual leader in this. It's like you said, a well-oiled machine. Star-Lord was a leader. Don't get me wrong. Rocket is the new leader and he's the captain and everything. But in as he was like, you know, recovering everything, yeah. they made Star-Lord the leader. They made Star-Lord get things done. They made Star-Lord think on his feet. The action when he's like, and it, like obviously the high evolutionary, like he thinks he has them trapped in that place in the top. And then someone's like, nah, I'll kill them all. And that's when the guns come out. And then they grab the, the dude with the thing in his, his yeah. eye. They, they fly all the way down to the bottom. Groot comes and catches them. His bark becomes wings. Bro, nah, that's we, exceptional, bro. Bro, just uh, j- just like... Like I said, the synergy between the Guardians team throughout this movie was crazy. But yeah, Star Lord. Listen, after after Infinity War, I became like Star Wars hater. Like yeah. I was like, this guy died for Nyash. This guy sacrificed the universe for some. Like I, I was, and I still haven't all the way forgiven him. But this, he's on the road to recovery. His like, stocks plummeted so bad. Uh, his stocks. I was fighting for my life on Twitter, you know. I was dying at you. Nah, I can't lie. Uh, that Infinity War stuff was crazy. But it's like, but I do like the fact that, you know, they, they address it. Like he's depressed in mm. the beginning of Infinity, in, in the beginning of the movie. He's an alcoholic. Mm. He's drinking a lot. But like, it kind of shows this movie. What I like about this movie is that it does it. I'm thinking about Infinity War, but I will agree with you. They made Star Wars, Star Lord an idiot. Yeah. And, and Star-Lord like is like, he's, he's, what's the word? He's a bit like, he's not an idiot. Like he, 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 he clowns around, he clown, he's, but he's not a clown. Yes. He, the thing is, he's a master thief for a reason. Like mm-hmm. In the beginning of the, in the first Guardians, 
Like, he's hired by different people to steal stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's worked with the Ravengers. Like, he's good at his job. Mm. And this movie, he did his job. Exactly. That's what I need. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like, there's a difference between, like, laughing with you and laughing at you. And I feel Mm. like in in some movies, like, um, even Guardians 2 to an extent, but Infinity War, we were were laughing at Star-Lord and we were calling him an idiot. Yeah. Because that's where he was presented. Yeah. But in this movie, it's like, no, he's a ca- he's very capable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can goof around, but like there's... Me- even, for example, in the scene where they're in that space facility, mm. like he tries to... Um, like, we see him like try to like um, seduce like an assistant or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But there's a method to it. Yeah. He was buying time. He wasn't just like, oh... I'm dumb. Let me lotion on the job. Yeah. No, it was like, there was jumps in. Lotion God forgive me if I bust, bust my, my nine. nine. Like, like there was a reason to it. It was like, okay, like I need, I need a distraction. I need a diversion. Let me think quick on my feet. Mm. But yeah, obviously we have that scene. And then, you know, we have the scene where all of them link up in like the hangar of the, uh, in that, in the hangar room of like the ship. Mm. And then the music kicks in. Mm. We're thinking, okay, cool, this is gonna cook. Who opens the door? I assume, and then we 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 see that obviously, um, like high evolutionary soldiers are coming in. And Drax, we see Drax open the door. From the moment that door opened, it was good. Mayhem and car. No, like literally, eh, bro. The the part where Rocket Raccoon. Starts running on the bar on the vines that um that Groot's putting out. Then you see Gabora coming in with the sword, just cutting Cut, things. Cutting. Mantis doing Rey Mysterio Hurricane Mantis Bro. did a reverse Hurricane Runner, and the guy landed on Groot's <laughs> on Groot's bark. Star Lord just John Wick bang bang bang. 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 The guy avoided being decapitated. Put a bomb on the guy's back. Bro, Drax going full Mike Bro, Tyson. Just boxing. Brother, that wasn't Drax. That was Dave Batista. That was Batista. That was Batista. The animal. Was... <laughs> the animal Batista. Batista. Bro. Do you know how long I've been waiting for Batista to show up in... <laughs> that oh, was nah. Batista. Then you... But let me talk about this. Go on. Go on. Nebula. Nebula. Oh, when Nebula my got God. shot. And then she started regenerating. <laughs> she was doing Disturbia, bro. She was doing, bro, she started regenerating. I said, what? I didn't even know she was capable of that, fam. What? Do you know what I said to myself in the cinema, yeah? I said to myself, so, because I remember this, yeah? After Endgame, people were like, oh, Nebula and Gomorrah should have da-da-da-da to Thanos. I was like, nah, bro. I've seen Guardians 1 and 2. They can't touch Thanos. They can't touch Thanos. This one, nah. they will smack up Thanos, bro. This Nebula would go dizzy, brother. The way the, the effects the the effect on the the thing she yeah. was doing was so cold. It was ridiculous, bro. And then Gamora with the suit, so when she started sl- slicing everything. I, I said, "This is what we. These are Hoopers, brother. These the, these are the Guardians of the Galaxy. This They've is Chicago Bulls, but ninety-six Chicago Bulls, ninety-seven <laughs> Chicago Bulls. That's bro. the bro. I said that. See." I feel like, yeah, like that that's Hall of Fame Marvel set pieces. I can't think of many that are better. I think, when we talk about Hall of Fame action scenes, yeah, I think of, obviously, Winter Soldier, Bucky versus Cap. That might still be my favourite fight. Cool. I think of Thanos versus Doctor Strange 
in Infinity War with Good the whole fun, but I think there's I think Thanos versus Iron Man's better than that. I don't know, you know. That's it. I think I don't know. Is when, hmm. but it, um, it's a different fight. Yeah, okay, it, yeah, it's okay. Still, it's still in there. It's still but in it's there. But it's still in there. I think this is up there. This is up there. This is up there because I'm thinking like the Black Panther chase scene in Civil War is good. Good, really good. But I don't know. This is Hall of Fame. This is like top five. The set fact pieces. that everyone gets their moment for me yeah. is what gets me, man. And the way it all links and syncs together. Like, and, bro, the teamwork, bro. Like Rocket and Groot's team up, Mantis and Groot's team up. The way um, Nebula shoots someone and then Drax comes yeah. with a fly kick and takes the guy's arm out. And then that leads into the way it all leads into each other. It's brilliant. I feel like, is it is it the, the best? I don't know yet. I've got to think it through, yeah. but it's... It's up there. It's up there for it's sure. All, like I said, it's Hall of Fame, Marvel. Like it's, I'm going to say this. I think this is the best Guardians movie. I personally, I like this over one. I agree. I think I agree with you, bro. I feel like one has the most heart. Mm. But then but then I say that, but then you have the whole backstory of Rocket. I think... I feel like it's hard It's hard to compare hard. three to one because obviously three builds off of us knowing these characters for so long. Yeah. Where one was like a blank introduction, blank introduction to these man. And so I get it, but... If three had one's action, we would have had the best Marvel film ever. That's, if three had one's if if the sorry if one had three's, three's action, action got you. this would have been the best that would have been the best model. I feel like what one has three doesn't have what three has one doesn't have, and you know like I mean so it's difficult. I, I love them all. I love them all. And I think I, the second one's the weakest. Though. It is. It is. I enjoy it, and it's a good movie. But I think the second one's it's the weakest. It's the weakest. Ooh, and I I think this is a top ten Marvel movie. Top ten for sure, for sure. What's going to chapter this? Ragnarok. Piss off, man. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's way better than Ragnarok. Way Wait, better. This is way better than Ragnarok. I would say also, this is the best Marvel movie post Endgame. That boy is in hell. What? Yes. Uh, you got no way home. This... Ah, cool. I like. No I don't way like home. no way home, but yeah, yeah I, I know, like I know. But even even <coughs> without no way home, even with, I mean, like, okay, no way home, fair, but bro, what is what's what, what are we gonna? Oh, what's better? This or Shang uh, Shang Chi, brother, brother, come on. Eternals. And what's that other one? Um, what? Headbanger, headbanger. Doctor Strange, the docky one. Doctor uh, Strange and Wanda. Multiverse Madness, that's a bad movie, man. Rubbish film. That's Rubbish movie. movies. Yeah. Movie. Post Endgame. Yeah, like, I Guardians feel like this is the goal, but, but uh, I had this conversation with you after I watched the movie, but mm. do you think, like, this is Marvel finally getting back into form? Or this is just like a one-off and we like we've got a lot more for lack of a better word, mid to expect. Because I feel like the, like mm. we're in phase five right now, but yeah. phase four, I could unanimously say it wasn't a good phase. Was not a good phase. It was not a well, top top was not a good phase. No. Do you feel like okay, this is just okay, James Gunn, a seasoned director in Marvel, you know, doing his thing? Or, or do you feel like this is gonna be something that's gonna, you know, lead into other films being of high quality again. If I'm going to be so honest, I left that movie more excited for DC than Marvel. Mm. Because I know where James is going. I know what he's going to bring to that table. I did not leave that film and see anything and go, I think Marvel are going to start doing that. Because I know Marvel. I know how they work. Yeah. And I know they like to go with different directors and different 
vision and different visions and all that. And as much as I gave them a bit of excuses for phase four because they were going through a lot, I don't feel confident about the next come upcoming movies. I think one of them is Captain America, but it's obviously it's Falcon. And, and then they've got the Marvels coming up next, which uh, I think that could be good. It could, could be good, but the problem is I feel like. Captain Marvel is a decent movie. I don't think it's a bad movie. Decent movie. No, I agree. It's decent. I think it's decent. But I feel like it's a lot. To, they've got they've got three different characters. Mm-hmm. They've got obviously Carol Danvers, Kamala Khan, and I can't remember um, the woman that was in Von, One Division. But oh, she's. I, see, I, I only know her real name, Tiona. I can't remember her name. I'm a, I'm a fan. Monica. Of it's Monica. Monica. Monica Rambeau. Yeah, Monica Rambeau. That's it. You've got them three, and it's like okay, two of them were introduced for the TV. Um, universe okay and it's like cool how do we now put them all into one movie do you know what it is my worry is i hate not to compare it to this movie i don't think it'll be as bad as batman v superman but what i see the reason i bring about batman v superman is because batman v superman tried to establish bare different characters in one movie now granted these two of these characters were established in tv but not everyone watches the tv shows yeah that's the problem how do you get all three characters to work in this movie? That's my concern. But we'll see. The most excited movie, the movie I'm most excited for is Blade, but I know nothing about that. All I know is Mahershala Ali's a great actor. That's it. And that's it. And then everything else, I'm waiting for what? X-Men and Fantastic Four, which is going to come like, what, in like five, six years? Even, are you even gassed for Fantastic Four? Um, Yeah. I feel it open, Fantastic Four opens a whole new like the bench of the stuff and I feel like the access bro I can't I'm a listen I'll be real I don't feel the Fantastic Four man I, I'm I'm them them 2000 movie they, they're not the best but I love them man. you like them I they're cool them. I love them man but they're not good they're, they're, not, they're fun but they're not good because no, like, you're fun. watching it on film 4 that's why you liked it if you went cinema <laughs> to see it <laughs> they used to come on channel 4 channel 4, 4 all the time all the time if it's on there it's cool if I'm going cinema I'm not going cinema to see that I, I, but um, going back to the Marvels thing, my thing is more: Do they all have the same power? Like, are they no. Oh, okay. No, Kabbalah Khan is more. She's actually a mutant. Oh, okay. She's her powers are more like so. Like, Carol Danvers' powers are more like cosmic. Okay, like cosmic nice. that we saw. Lovely. Yeah, Kabbalah Khan's powers are more. It's like cosmic Mister Fantastic. Like she can stretch. She can like do different things. Like it's it's a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um. And then there's Rambo. Which, I don't know what her powers are exactly. It's a bit weird to define. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see with that movie, but with with this new phase, it's a lot of question marks. I'm Mm. not sure. And then we've got, obviously, the whole Kang thing. I'm not going to get into the controversy about my man, but the whole just Kang multiverse of madness, I didn't like. And after... My man was dead as well. Oh, yeah, Quantumania. So Quantumania. After Quantumania, I'm like... Is this the big bad? Is this why? Like, I, I'm not excited. Mm. Like the thing is, and the thing is about Kang, right? That annoyed me. It was a lot of lip service. It was like he beat Thor, he beat this. Who? The man is <laughs> who? I know it's not him. <laughs> was it you? Was it your variant? I know it's not him. Yeah, the, not it. even the fact that he like that that he was that he was tussling with Ant Man. You have the man that has clowns as sidekick like Modok. 
who has jabronis like Modok as, as, as sidekicks. Not this oh, Kang. That, that cannot be Kang. The Kang that beat Thor is mad. It must have been a different. Maybe the variant of Thor is That's a, a variant. The variant of Thor must have been a bozo to be beaten by this Kang. That's the variant that got sent that got sent to Earth by Odin. Yeah. That's not Thor. Yeah. No, like that's what I thought. That's five. <laughs> nah, bro, you know what I'm saying, oh, nah, it's not. It's, it's not, not nice. like I was like, Kang. you know what people were thinking heading into the movie, because we knew Kang was the big bad. They thought Ant Man was gonna die. They thought, oh, this is the statement you make. You have him enter the film by killing a main character because that's what you promised us. Oh, there were no. Re the problem is, you're setting up the big bad of the phase, and there are no real repercussions. After that movie, no, like no, I don't know what they were trying to do. Loki felt more, and what's mad is even in Loki, he's not even strong. Like he he, he dies, but even that Lo that Loki Kang felt more menacing than Ant Man because that Loki Kang came with a threat mm. that if you kill me, I'm I'm ready to die. But you're unleashing worse. Is this the worst you're unleashing? Is this it? I beg, I'm gonna call, call Falcon. Who deal, like, <laughs> call Falcon? He would deal with this jagger jagger boy. This Zoba guy. But I was like, 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 is this the threat you're unleashing? I was even thinking Sylvie did us a favor. What? what? These are the, the kangs that we have to oh, worry about. Bring them, bring them, bring them. Oh yeah, bring them. Bring them, bring them, bring them, bring them. I'm not, I'm not, bring I'm them. not scared. But, but the thing is, it's just like with Kang, I'll give like the performance of Kang was good, but then just Kang. The way he's written, I'm not impressed. And it's like... I, I'm going to be real. It wasn't that good, though. People good. gassed it up. It was not that good. They were saying, oh, my God, did I, it's like Thanos. Nah. No, 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 no. But I just don't think the material he's, he was given was that good. But I feel like what what he done is okay. But I don't know, man. I'm just... I don't know. Ugh. But that's why I want to introduce Fantastic Four. Get, give me Galactus, Galactus and Silver yeah. Surfer and these man. Give me Doctor Doom. I want Doctor, Doctor Doom. Doom. That's what I want. Doctor Doom makes the most sense as that's well what, for the that, climate of yeah, the Marvel universe. That's right what I want. The Fantastic Four. It's, it's less about them and it's more about what they can, what, what they can bring. Because I want them to wrap this Kang Sangha up immediately. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap up this Kang Sangha so we get to the good stuff. So we can get Let's to kill him by what's the next one? The next film with Captain America Four. Yeah, dear, fucking deal with him. Oh yeah, deal with him. Falcon <laughs> the Bucky. Go, go, do your work, fam. No, but literally, the, and the thing is, when it comes to Marvel, and the, the, the it's kind of sad that the thing I'm looking forward to is X Men because X Men is gonna be. But I'm even scared of. I don't even know how they're gonna bring X Men into this whole MCU universe. Mm. But like X Men got their own thing they've got like their whole universe of people that they could they could use and all of that mm. type of stuff i'd love to see like the whole mutant human thing and um, the whole mutant and human like um rivalry in the mcu but mm. when it comes to like what we have like to look forward to now it's not looking good bro uh, i can't uh, uh, sure whatever disney plus it in it if, if disney plus was not here i'd be so much more angry because i'd be like oh what so i'll go go cinema and watch this stuff Brother, I watch but it on Disney Plus, man. I'm not gonna. I don't watch. I'm not watching it on Disney Plus. I don't care for. I don't care for the TV shows. Like even Daredevil. What nah, the I mean hell? the movies, isn't it? Like I watch oh, it the later. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch but, it later. But even this new Daredevil thing they're doing, I'm, I'm very scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm very scared. Be afraid. Like, Be very like, afraid. Like, I'm not gonna like the internet has already poo pooed on She Hulk enough. I'm not gonna add to it. <laughs> but Daredevil, Matt Murdock. That's not the Netflix one. It's not. That listen. If, listen, if we're really, if we're talking about best comic book TV shows, 
Daredevil. It's Daredevil. Daredevil. Like it's there. It's it's really Daredevil. I can't think of a show that attached to it. No, maybe some. Maybe Punisher. No, Punisher don't chat to that. Season Punisher. one's good. Punisher don't even chat to Jessica Jones. Mm, Jessica Jones was good. Season one was good. Season, season one is for me. Season one for me is the best season. The Netflix Marvel thing of that. The best show is Daredevil. Yeah, but best. season one of Jessica Jones. Unreal. Yeah. But yeah, like, like I said, none of these Disney Plus shows reach that quality. No, they don't. Like, it falls like, okay, though, some of them are better than Luke Cage and all yeah. of them are better than Iron Fist and Defenders because those Rubbish. were abysmal. Rubbish. Rubbish. But I know Disney aren't going to produce the same quality that, that, that Daredevil Netflix produced. It could still be good in its own way, though. But why cost this? No, my problem is, <laughs> why cost him? Why cost it? But my thing is, yeah, if you want to do Daredevil and take it in a unique way, I'm all fine with that. Don't cast the guy you got me from the Netflix. Yeah. Because I want, we've still got, in the Netflix one, it ended in the cliffhanger. Bullseye's still there. Yeah. I want to finish that story. Mm. If you wanted to take Daredevil on a, a whole new fresh take, by all means, recast. Mm. But, 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 but now you got him in um, No Way Home on doing stuff. Then you oh, got yeah, him, he was there. He was in No Way Home. So I'm like, cool. Where's, okay, cool. Is this like a new, is this the same Matt Murdock or is it the different Matt Murdock just cast the same person? Cool. Where's the MCU Kingpin? I know Kingpin's in Hawkeye, to be fair. He's oh, that Hawkeye. one was stinky as well. No, no, no. But you see, no. that's my problem. It's like you're taking characters from other like universes or series or whatever, because technically the Daredevil's in the MCU, but it feels very different. But and you're just refurbishing the. You're just refurbishing. Just butter. start fresh. Yeah. We none of us have a problem if you start fresh. Yeah, no e one. Even me. Do you want the show I want you to start fresh on? Go on. Luke Cage. Yeah. Start fresh. Start fresh. That was start fresh. I, I insist. Start fresh. I insist. Do it again. I even insist, fam. Do it again. Because what was going on there, boy? That Jafay could act in season oh. two. Them call me Bushmaster. Oh, Bushmaster. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, oh, that was bad. That was bad. That My was man bad. was doing the dab. Luke Cage was dabbing on camera. Big hench. Oh, and Method Man was rapping for him. Oh, no. Yeah, Come that one. on, man. Hey, yo, you, you, hey, hey, yo, dog, you Luke Cage. Appreciate what you're doing, man. Oh. Wu-Tang. Oh. Oh. Wu-Tang, you know. Quit. In 20... Bro. In 20... It was a 2015, 2015 come on, bro. 2015, bro. At least get Drake or something, oh. man. What's Method Man doing there? Oh. Bro. No, it was I bad. I mean, I get it was New York, but it's still like, oh, bro. Luke Cage, you can do that again. Yeah, Iron Fist, do, do it again. Do that again. I insist you do Iron Fist again. All look like, bro, bear these, but do it again, but come Daredevil, on, Daredevil, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tender like, one. Like, you can do Daredevil again, but don't get the same guy you got on the mm. previous series. I don't know, man. When it comes... But what you said about DC... Gonna cook, fam. I think so. I think so. DC, I mean, they got good. I mean, they got Joker 2 coming out, which I, I know it doesn't feel like. Joker almost doesn't feel like a superhero movie. Mm. Um, it's not. It's not pretty much not. It's like a character study. But obviously, they got Flash. Flash movie looks good. I don't think it will be, though. It looks good, but I just, I don't get the feeling. I don't know. Something is telling me it's not going to be good. Well, I mean, it might be. I don't know. I mean, because Ezra, Mizzle, Ezra Miller's doing the Zoba on set, we Eesh. don't know about, about, about them. But um, like yeah, Flash is doing. Flash looks decent. I can't. But if it's not Batman, I don't trust DC. To be fair, no. James Gunn's Suicide Squad was cold. That yeah, was cold. it was. It was that very was good. That was a very good one. But then, for me, that's probably where he 
started to take action more seriously, you know. But I don't know what they do. Do they? Because they they said about universes a flop. Flops it bad. So do what? Do you just start again? Again? <laughs> <laughs> like do you, like like big bad team? <laughs> Like, like, what do we do with DC at this Let's point? Start again, again. Like, do we just re- like? I don't get it. How many reboots can one? No, because have? deep it. Like, what do we do? Because the thing is, you've bought a James Gunn to like fix the universe, but the universe is broken. It's broken. It's very broken. You can't fix it, boy. You can't fix. It. We can't fix. But this at the bro- same time, as much as I can't fix it, I don't think I can be asked to invest in another universe. That's tiring. But but bro, they've but they've already shagged themselves because this like the Robert Patterson's the Batman is his own thing already. Okay. You can't bring that into this one. It, the tones are just different. So we're gonna. Have so it's already his Batman own thing. What are we gonna have? So, uh, so you, you're gonna continue. Batman's always been on his own. Cool. So if you wanna do Superman, Henry Cavill don't wanna. Uh, the uh, Warner Brothers don't wanna bring back Henry Cavill. So don't know why. Rec- Huh? I don't know why. He's a good Superman. That's what I'm thinking. So, I don't know. They, they don't want to bring him back. So cool. You recast. At this point, re- Wonder Woman, I'm not going to miss her. No. The only I, person I say let him cook is Aquaman. Really? I Momoa. like Jason Momoa. Please, man. I like Momoa. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth the funds. I, I can get a cheap Momoa, man. <laughs> I'll get Roman Reigns. <laughs> but no. But at this point, it's a mess, bro. Yeah, it's nah, a mess. It is. It is. It's a mess because you don't want to give Superman his own movie. No, nope. you don't want to like all they know is Batman. So at this point, Batman and vibes, you know, even <laughs> it's Batman and vibes. Bro, even Suicide Squad, yeah, cool. You got Jason, you got you got um the Suicide Squad man, them cool. They're cooking. They got Peacemaker. They got all of, they got all of these things cooking. So we're gonna we're gonna do bring Ben Affleck back as Batman. I don't want that. Are you sure? I think Affleck was good. Oh. The movies failed him. Think about his... Oh, wait. Uh, no, no, no. In Batman Superman, Aye. he was good. Aye. Now, uh, Anki, come on. Be real, man. Aye. He was good. Listen. Uh, Wonder Woman... Uh, I don't like that Batman. Oh, Woman. really? I don't like Oh, you that. just proper don't like it? Because it kills... It's just, dude, ben Affleck's an amazing actor. It's not like... I don't like that Batman, bro. That mm. Batman is... Uh, what don't you like about him? Now, Batman's always been edgy, but that one is even the highest of edgy. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm going to run people over with the Batmobile. I know he <laughs> redeemed himself in Batman, but I'm going to run people over with the Batmobile. Does God bleed? I beg, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Take this guy away from me. I don't, I don't like this Batman. But I hear you. There's, there's stuff you can do with Ben Affleck, but then Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Like, do you, do you know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, you can't take one you know without taking funny? away everything. I even tried to mock her by mimicking something she said. I couldn't think of anything. Because I don't remember a thing she did. All, all she has is great music. That one, that's one though. One thing I will never sleep on DC is... The music. Music and action scenes. Yeah. Never. Yeah, the action's incredible. Man of Steel. Yeah. Ooh. Man of Steel to this day. That film is garbage. That, that film is garbage. Superman was hooping though. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was hooping. Superman was He listen, was hooping, but it ain't easy. The story, listen, when he was breaking people's necks, I'm like, all right, Superman, relax. But yeah, but the but the fighting was oh, cold. Oh, the fighting. The, the, but the, I'm sorry, that film is too awful. That's when I realized I action is Man not still that bad. It's awful. But uh, the, the, his dad, his dad is, is there's an earthquake. Oh, his yeah. dad, he's, 
Hey, yo, let me cook. What? What's going on? Yeah, that's the dumbest. Your son has super speed. No one's gonna even be able to deep. It's him. Uh, the whole, f- the whole thing about Papa, the whole, the whole thing about Papa Kent dying in the comics and the Superman was that he died of a heart attack. Something and that's something Superman cannot prevent. Cannot, can't, can't prevent. But no, I think Mado still has. It's not. I don't think Mado still is that bad. I think Mado still is. It's alright. I think it's because the DC universe is rubbish. That's why you've been able to keep it on a high pedestal. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. You're even laughing. It's bad, bro. We're in trouble. You're laughing at our peril. We're in trouble. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I think DC. I think DC. Ah, uh, like start again. No, I bet about it. Yeah, you do I've it again. Deeped it. I'll, again. I'll firm it. Firm it. They because started that Man of Steel universe in twenty twelve. Brother, I was fifteen. Bro, it's gone nowhere. Nowhere. Bro. It's actually gone backwards. Somehow. It's gone nowhere. Like somehow, DC is in a worse position. Than it was in 2012, bro. Bro, in that universe, that universe is the most disjointed universe I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you have how can you have one? How can you have one movie, but then it was so bad they had to release a, a Schneider cut for it. And the Schneider cut was even five hour long, by the way. I said, nah, you man weren't cooking. Let me l- l- let me season. Now it's over seasoned. Bland. It's either you take bland or you take over seasoned. Which one? That's original or overseas. Like it's either undercooked or overcooked. Overcooked. Like it's just, it's confused. It's confused, man. The universe is confused. You know that meme, that meme of uh, of of the guy. Um, there's one guy that ends. One day he's Muslim, next day he's Christian. Oh. <laughs> You're confused, bro. That's the this universe. You're confused. That's Superman. One day he's a hero, next day he's a killer. You're confused. Superman brother. is a no. Superman is a war criminal. He's a demon, bro. bro. There's a scene in Batman v Superman, yeah, where, where the whole, where the whole like, um, then like a courtroom, like a Senate room. The Senate room blows up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Superman's on, obviously he lives because he's Superman. Okay, cool. He's walking out with his head down, and people are like, "Oh, what the hell happened? You're Superman. You should be consoling the people. This man wants to be doing." <laughs> Bro, it was bro. This guy will be no. The movie was and the movie was pissing me off. There'll be so many scenes with Superman. Now people are trying to touch him, and he's like, "Yeah, some messiah thing." I'm like, "What's going?" And then don't even get me started on Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Oh, Oh, what an abomination, Zack Snyder! Your crimes have not gone. Zack Snyder, Rock Nation, Zack Snyder. You (laughs) crumble. You crumble. It's It's not not over. over. (laughs) You. Crumble, listen, I'm on to him. No, brother, Jesse Eisenberg is one of the worst portrayals ever. What? Ever. You I didn't get it. I didn't I didn't get it. I don't get that's not Lex Luthor, bro. At all. At all. That's not Lex Luthor. Jesse, I don't know what Jesse Eisenberg. He's the Riddler, bro. Jesse Eisenberg's the Riddler. That's the, the, that's what you should be. He was talking in that whole movie, yeah. Do you know who he's talking? About? You know sometimes Kendra Lamar does those weird voices. Yeah. That's how Jesse Eisenberg was talking about. Like, what what, 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 what the red cup to come. I said, Jesse Lex Luthor, powerful billionaire, like maniac. That's my Lex Luthor. I'm not going to take Lex Luthor. Even was Smallville's mm-hmm. one was better than that. Swoop. Smallville's Lex Luthor was cold. This Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor is doing to Pimper Butterfly interludes. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Baby Keem. It sounds like Baby Keem from what the hell? La, 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 la. I remember he was conflicted. Coming at the cool. Batman, I remember he was conflicted. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Get this bozo off the stage. Oh Boom. my Boom. <laughs> Bozo. Absolute. Jesse Eisenberg's like, no. Like, 
Do you know what it is? How'd you get the guy from Social Network to do Lex Luthor? I don't, I, so you were watching Mark Zuckerberg and you said... Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Me, oh, to no. be fair, in theory, I get it. No, no. Uh, okay, yeah. In uh, theory, uh, yes, I get okay. it. In execution, they gave my man a wig. Lex oh. Luthor's bold. Jesse Nazareth didn't even look menacing bold. He looked Bro. like... He looked like like, we're just one bold dude. What happens when God faces man? Oh, I was, oh shut up. DC, all they can get right is Batman. No. That's it. All they can get right is Batman. For some reason, Batman's the Batman only thing. Batman is the only thing. Only they thing. will continue to cook. Everything else is terrible. Terrible. <sighs> well, yeah. Guardians 3. Back to Guardians 3. I'm yeah. sorry, because I forgot to even say this. Yeah. yeah. The combo they gave the high evolutionary at the end was so funny. Oh, bro. But uh, he didn't hit the ground in three moves. <laughs> like, you know those Marvel versus Capcom combos? Yeah. When they're in the air. <laughs> no, I can't lie. When Rocket, like, when Rocket freed, when Rocket freed um, the rest of the raccoons and Swive, um, high evolution and the way he started tearing his face. Yeah. I said, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just, finish just, just finish it. And finish the, the scream Rocket let out when like yeah. the one died. I was like, oh, no, nah, man. This is deep. I can't know the scene where like, obviously like, you know, he was talking to like his friends in the afterlife. Mm. No, like, oh, like, you know, you're not ready to come back yeah. to us. Like, we've got friends over there. That, Carla, Rocket's backstory See, got me, man. If if it wasn't for how good things were done before that, I wouldn't have liked that scene. I would probably think it was a bit corny, but because I just loved everything yeah. about them, it just felt so earned. Yeah, like, it felt earned. That's the thing. Everything about Rocket felt like very earned. earned. And it's like, we always alluded to like Rocket's past in previous movies, like oh, the whole joke about, I'm not a raccoon. And obviously we, yeah. we, we, we see um, like his yeah. scars. And then just seeing like how he is, who he is, like it makes sense. It, seeing Rocket's past made me, 100% understand why the why he is the way he, he is. is. It made me completely, completely understand. I'm completely, completely care for him. But yeah, overall, man, like Guardians is Guardians is, was incredible, man. Incredible. Like, I, I would that is it's the first Marvel movie in a while where I say I can't wait to watch that again. Yeah, I can't wait as well. Question: Comparing that Guardians trilogy to other trilogies, where does it rank for you? Second. Cap after Cap. For me, guys, is first. I'll be real, yeah. No disrespect. Cap is not a trilogy. It's three movies. Like, in the, in they're the... way too different from each other. Like, one is in the 40s. One is like a political thriller. And one is Avengers 2.5. I say Winter Soldier and Civil War linked to each other. Yeah, okay. I can give you Those that. two. No, I agree. The first movie is like, is is... I don't like Captain America First Avenger. I don't like no, that movie. Me neither. Well, okay. No. I don't like it as well. Yeah, I don't like it as well. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't like particularly don't like it. it. So I agree. That one, that, and that's why when people compare like Captain America to Batman trilogies, mm. that movie holds Captain America back. But for me, Dark Knight Rises holds Batman back. Fairs. But, but you're but still... Dark, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but feel, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I feel like First Avenger holds Captain America back. Yeah, way more than Batman. But... With the Captain America trilogy, you have two movies that are in my in my Marvel top five. Mine too. Yeah. So Winter it's Soldier like Civil are strong. They like you know what I'm saying, like Winter Soldier is in top is top three. Yeah. So it's like you have like two of the best movies in Marvel to exist. 
And I know some people feel that way about Guardians in terms of Guardians 1. Some people feel that Guardians is a top five Marvel movie. Yeah, I don't personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I hear it. Yeah. But I feel like Guardians is a more... Cons- I feel like it's the more consistent trilogy. Because I would... Would I put Guardians 2 over Captain America 1? Yes, you would. Yes, you would. I might. You would. I might. You would. <laughs> I might. It's a conversation, but you I might. Cap one, Cap, Cap one is nice, but Guardians. Guardians yeah. two's got a lot of heart. I feel like it. Guardians. Guardians is a is a is a franchise that's con- it's the most consistent in my opinion. Yeah. It's like yeah, the movie's better than like two, but like two isn't bad. So it's like it maintains a consistency. I I can cook Spider Man. I can. I love this. Uh, personally, I, could, I love it. I could cook that trilogy, but. We don't have enough time, but I, I ooh, love it. I'm gonna get your days. <laughs> your days. He's good, man. I like Tom it. Holland's good. Tom Holland's amazing. I think for me, because of what they want Spider Man to be in this moment in time, I'm okay with it. But four to six needs to rev it up. I will say. Who's the director? No, 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 what, uh, John Watts or something? John Watts! <laughs> John Watts! Your days are numbered. You're gonna get. <laughs> You're in trouble. Listen, listen. Artistically, of course. Artistically. <laughs> you, have to, have to, you have to preface artistically. You know, you know. You know. Oh, no, no, no frets. No frets. No frets. But your artist, listen, your Spider-Man days are numbered. You're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble because when I come on this podcast and I cook, you're going to understand. But um, <laughs> you're going to understand. You're going to understand. Since we're, since we're making friends, Russell Brothers, what you did to Star-Lord cannot be forgiven, you know. Hey, but they gave us the best. No, no, it cannot be forgiven. <laughs> hey, it cannot be forgiven. Sacri- like, funnels, uh, sacrifices have to be made, no, man. man. But, but no, but yeah, I feel like it goes... Um, yeah, Captain Cap, America. Guardians. Guardians. Spider-Man. Yeah. And then Thor. Because oh, obviously Thor, Thor Iron Man. Iron Man's a bad trilogy, bro. It's carried uh, by one. I like three. I don't like three. That I bullshit ooh. Mandarin, that bullshit Mandarin plotline pissed me off. Ooh. I'll be so honest. Ooh. I don't I don't care about the actual Mandarin enough to be phased by that. No, but do you know what it is? It's not even about because I'm not a big comic guy either, but it's um the whole setup they did with the Mandarin in the beginning about he looked like the most menacing, intimidating villain. Yeah, okay. And it's like, you have this uh, pretty boy Bozo. I'll be I'm honest, right, you know man. what it is? And then the final... It's um, carried by Tony and his performance. Yes. It's a great Tony... For me, I am. what I love about Iron Man 3 is just, it's it's a great way of us getting to know Tony and it gives me a refreshing change on the super with his anxiety and, and like all the stuff he goes through. And there's some really fun scenes like when he's saving everyone in the, air, in the airplane and when the Mandarin attacks his house or that. But I will agree, the villain stuff, I don't get why they did that. No, they, uh, I don't get it. I, I will say I don't get it. Number two is a mess. Number two is bad. Number yeah. Two is bad. Number one's goated. Number goated. one is... Like, yeah. and not even because it started the franchise. It's if actually, you go back, it's, it's a very good movie. In fact, I don't know. What's better? No. Well, well, go on. I was going to say, say Thor, what's a better trilogy? Thor, Captain America. Thor or um, Iron Man. Okay. For me, I like Iron Man 3. And I like Iron Man 1, so I'll go Iron Man over Thor. Thor, I only like the third one. Um, I don't like... I like Ragnarok. But I think Ragnarok's one of the most overrated movies in MCU. It's overrated, it's overrated because one and two are so bad. Yeah, I think Ragnarok is very it's overrated. It's fun, though. It is fun. No. John Watts, I take it back. 
Taika Watiti. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taika Watiti. Well. Me, I'm here too. Taika Watiti. Yeah, your crimes. Your, you will answer you, for your you crimes. You pay for your crimes. Because listen, you, you, Taika Watiti tricked my dude with Ragnarok because I had a problem with Ragnarok's comedy. I thought they, bro, you see the scene that pissed me off here was, in, was when Serta destroyed Asgard. Amanda are making jokes. Yeah. Are you ma- bro, are you ma- This yeah. is the planet that Thor, Loki, their entire planet yeah. is destroyed. Mm. This is not a laughing matter, bro. Yeah, sometimes it don't have to happen. You have man them like Korg is funny, don't get me wrong. You have man them like Korg. Korg also about- tricked us. He stopped being funny after that film. Facts. But you have man them like Korg make jokes at the expense of the planet. Bro, mm. Odin just died. Yeah. Stop playing games. This is what I don't. This, this is the thing about well, Marvel that started to piss me off. It's like there were so many moments where they would use humor to undercut the serious moments in the film. Don't do that, bro. See, but this is what I feel like the difference is between Guardians and James Gunn and other directors. Yeah. James Gunn uses humor, he uses comedy, he always plays it, but it never takes away from the movie. As funny yeah. as Drax is, when it's time for Drax to make us be upset, we're upset. Yeah. Star-Lord, we're upset, he's upset, we're upset. We, it, and humor will be around it a little bit, but not in a way that undercuts it. Like when yeah. Star, when Gamora is like, I don't care about your Gamora. But uh, that scene is tense. And there's a little bit of humor in there, but not enough to undercut the scene and not enough to undercut what Star-Lord is going through. And then the humor is put in after to relieve the tension yeah. we felt. The way Taika Waititi does it, there's no tension at all. Bro, everything's a joke. Everything. Everything's a joke. And obviously, like, Ragnarok was a good movie. It is, but it I is. could, But I could see. You could I see said, the I disaster. I could see. Yeah. And then when Love and Thunder came, I said, I knew yeah, it. Because yeah. man, they tried to gaslight me for years. I was like, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not sure about, I'm not sure about Love and Thunder. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about Ragnarok. I like the movie, but there's elements there's, of the movie that bug me. They're like, no, nah, Ragnarok's cold. And then when Love and Thunder came out, I said, these are the exact problems I had with Ragnarok, exasperated. And it's worse because now it's not even funny. It's not even funny, bro. It's not even funny that, d- Including dumb goats because you saw a Taylor Swift video. Do you know how old that Taylor Swift video bro, was, bro? bro? Man, I was in secondary school when I saw them goats. The, the song, and I'm lying on a cold hard bro, ground. My, my I thing, was in year eight. Before we go, my, my, my thing for Thor... Make Thor medieval again. Make Thor like a a, a high fantasy mm. thing again. I don't know. I don't care if we're not. We don't have Asgard anymore. Bring Thor back to his high Make fantasy his roots. roots. See, for me, my biggest issue is you know people always talk on Twitter about oh, uh, this character suffered the most. This character yeah. suffered the most. Everyone always talks about how Thor lost his dad. Thor lost his son. Thor lost his brother. Whatever. Yeah, when I see Love and Thunder. And I see the way Thor's behaving. It doesn't look like a guy who's lost anything. He's the same old Thor. Bro, he's... Look at the way Star-Lord is in Guardians 3. And the thing is, the problem is, even in Endgame, as much as I the, the whole fat Thor thing was good, was a nice idea, it was played for jokes. It was, I would have yeah. rather... You know, I would have rather... I think what would have made it more effective for me is if Thor became borderline like... I don't want to use the word, but very skinny. Oh. So like he loses all his weight and he looks like disheveled homeless. Cause mm. I feel like the fat four thing is played for jokes. Like he's mm. he bro, he's a Reddit user. He's a yeah. Discord member. <laughs> he's just trolling online playing video games. And it's like I of think, course, and of course, like there's there's the moment where he talks. I think he talks his mama. Talk, excellent moment. But I feel like the, the most fat, of it is him. The being fat joked. four thing is too on the nose of comedy. 
bro, I, I think, f- yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think they get away with it. Yeah. I get what you mean. You see that what you were saying about Ragnarok and them getting away with it? That's what exists as well in Fat Thor. It's something that, it, that you get away with it, but you were really walking the line of, oh, this is just comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. really walked that line. For sure, man. For sure. But yeah, man, um, we finally spoke about Marvel. We're <laughs> definitely going to speak about it again. But um, before we go, Jimmy, uh, tell the people uh, where they can find you at. Yeah, um, same as last time. Groovy Hours on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all that, all that. Uh, same, literally the same things. Um, uh, is there any other different handles? No, no, yeah, because I've literally kept the same handle everywhere. Yeah. So Groovy Hours on TikTok, Groovy Hours on Instagram, Groovy Hours on Twitter. Yeah. You can, f- you can follow me on Twitter at NK Preach. Follow me on TikTok at MP- NK Preach. Follow me on Instagram at NK Graham. But most importantly, make sure you like, share, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. Make sure you follow us on any podcast provider that you use. Make sure you follow us on TikTok, YouTube. Um, you know, get us to 1K subscribers on YouTube. Keep liking and reposting and stitching the TikToks. We appreciate that a lot. But yeah, this has been a rare podcast. We are signing out. Deuces. Y'all niggas got me hot.